So this is the Dragons of Stormwreck Isle. It's the new uh, starter set that was released this year. So we have a couple of, well, one brand new player. Hello. We have a newer player, um, short stack. And we have two veterans. Bryce well, I and I'm veteran status. Veteran status, yeah, at this point. Uh, but, as we start our adventure, um, you are making your way to Stormwreck Isle via a cargo ship. Managed to um, barter passage on it. You found out that uh, they were re that uh, Stormwreck Isle was restocking with some supplies. Um, so you knew it was heading in that direction. And each of you has a personal business on the island. Um, maybe not just the island itself, but the uh, Cloister of Dragon's Rest. Don't really know too much about Dragon's Rest. You know it is a um, place of worship for the dragon god Bahamut. A hero to courage and adventurers. Not only just dragons. You know it is a, a place of relative peace, where people go to uh, discover themselves on occasion. But each of you head to Stormwreck Isle for your for your own personal reasons. It's not it's not that far off the shore of um, from the port town of Neverwinter, and eventually you make anchor on a cove and by rowboat you make your way to the island itself so your journey was uneventful but the island is now visible off the bow but the island now visible off the bow promises rare wonders seaweed shimmers in countless brilliant colors below you and rays of sunlight defy the overcast sky to illuminate the lush grass and dark bas basalt rock around the island avoiding the rocks jutting out from the ocean your ship makes its way towards the calm harbor on the island's north side a large open-air temple comes into view perched on the edge of a cliff high above you the ship drops anchor at the mouth of the harbor and two sailors row row you ashore while we're doing this i'll show you a map of the island that i forgot about Isles, not too far off the shore there. You are about right here in this cove where you see a dragon's rest. Uh, you have plenty of time to admire the towering statue at the center of the temple, depicting a wizened man surrounded by seven songbirds. A long path winds up the side of the cliff to the temple, dotted along the way with a doorway, sorry, dotted along the way with doorways cut into the rock. The sailors set you ashore on the rickety dock, where a large robot is neatly tied. They point you to the base of a path and wish you good luck before they row back to the ship. Your visit to Dragon's Rest begins. So along with this robot that brought you, the uh, other other rowboats with crates of supplies have... um. 
also docked on the shore and and sailors and uh and other strong people began to unload the crates as you kind of admire the view of the temple from above and this one elderly sailor definitely been on the sea his whole life his his uh his skin is like tan and very like like very leathery leathery um long grayish hair he turns to you all and says oh on your way to dragon's rest are you Uh, Reggie. Oh. oh, sorry. Uh, I I know I am. Oh. Well, I'm pleased Good to make your acquaintance. Pleased to make your acquaintance. My name is my name is Edward. I made this trip to Stormwreck Isle many times. Uh, and who might you all be? And maybe because they are maybe similar age. He points to the elderly elf in front of him. So Bryce, tell me about your character. I am Waylon Druthers. I am here seeking ancient knowledge that a colleague wrote home about. Dragon's Rest is uh, full of of a library. Very, very nice. Lots of books there. I bet you'll find what you're looking for. I do love a good book. They say there are other secrets on the island, too. You may, may, uh, Make it lucky. Secrets are what I live for. The old man gestures to some sailors putting a crate. He goes, go up the shoreline there. You'll see a wench. That, uh... Well, that's no way to talk about a young lady. No, no, I mean like a wench. Like you carry things up the cliff with. I think that's the right word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're not gonna walk these all these boxes up that cliff, all those stairs, no sir. Uh, how, how about how about you? You're a, you're a big strapping lad, and he points to the uh, silvery dragonborn. Arnid, pleasure. Arnid. Oh, you. Out of all the people here, you look like most like an adventurer with your armor and your with your armor and your shield and your hammer. Not an adventurer, but yeah, close enough. I right, hope you're not looking. Hope you're not looking for trouble. Uh, if so, trouble better not find me. And uh, young lady, never caught your I caught a glimpse of you on the boat. I've never seen one of your kind before. As he gestures to the uh, to the fawn. Shorts, um, Shell, who's your character? She kind of, uh, uh, it, it closes in on herself, like, uh, uh, twists her feet and looks down. I'm, uh, I'm Revy, sir. Oh, Miss Revy, it's a pleasure to meet you. you. Must be from, uh, oh, from the deep forest. Oh, you've been there? Oh, I've stayed on the sea most of my life. I haven't really seen the forest much. I would love to visit one day, though, before my time is up. Oh, you should. It's very beautiful, very peaceful at times, and 
you really find yourself. Oh, I think you'll find yourself right at home here in, Dra in, uh, in Dragon's Rest. They're all—they're all about that peaceful meditation stuff up there. She purses her lips and smiles and nods. Oh. Hope so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. You were—it's you down there. As he notices a uh, a halfling woman. <laughs> oh, I'm used to it. Uh, hey, I'm Kala. Oh, Kala. Oh, you have quite a spunky demeanor around you. Oh, you know, that's me. <laughs> spunky. Yeah, yeah, well, you definitely remind me of my granddaughter. And not just because you're short. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I need to stop making short jokes around the short people. Oh, that's what they told me in, uh... That's what they told me in, um, in the classes I take. You gotta stop judging people by their height. Sensitivity is very important. Yeah. Well, this is awkward all of a sudden. Well, um, he point, he like, uh, the, 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 the sailors with the crates are now coming back. And he says, hey, boss, we're, we're all done. Let's get out of here. This place gives me the, give me the creeps. Yeah, why did you give me the creeps for? He goes, well, they call it Stormwreck Isle for a reason. You know, all the shipwrecks and stuff. I suppose that's true. That's why we park far away. You just have to stay away from the rocky part of the island, and you're, you're okay. Well, I don't see any storms going. Well, we had a nasty one a few days ago on this part. Surprised you didn't notice. Or didn't know about it. Why didn't you know about something I just told you? Because hmm? I wasn't here yet. <laughs> I guess we do have a schedule to keep. He points to the uh, the path of the stairways leading up. Shed that direction, and you'll find your way to Dragon's Rest. I wish I could. I wish I had an opportunity to say hi to uh, Elder Runara. Um, it's always a pleasure to meet her, but we have a. I have a schedule to keep, I guess. Um, sorry to bother. What was his name again? Oh, El Elder Runara. She's a oh, she's a lovely woman. Oh no, sir. I meant. Uh, what was your name again? Oh, my name is Edward. Edward. Well, thank you for your help. Yeah. Oh, my pleasure. Don't worry, you won't see me again. I'm a one-off character. <laughs> but. I'll be I'm back. Happy I will be back in uh, in a week's time to uh, bring you back to the mainland if you need it, as they restock on supplies. Pleasure meeting you. Yeah, hope you find your knowledge. Me too. Most people so who I'm... come, most people who come here are looking for something. Come on, boss. We need to go. Okay, okay. It's not every day I get to meet new people. What does what my, my happiness have to do with anything? Yeah, he gets on a rowboat. Starts to row off. You know, there are seas are a little choppy today. Alright, take care, everyone. Revy waves. A big wave. Oh, I like her. Haley takes his hat. Alright, so you lot might have gone to know each other on the boat a little bit, but this is the first time you've been alone 
together since your travels. Finally off the boat. I thought I was gonna throw up everything I've eaten for the last week. His stomach certainly is not what it used to be. I prefer dry land as well. So, Bahamut, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I, I can't say I know too much about uh, dragons. And she, she glances over at Arnett and shrugs her shoulders in apology like, sorry. That's okay. I don't know much about you either. That's fair. I know Bahamut is patron of heroes and champion of justice, if I'm reading my background correctly. I have it written down in my journal. <laughs> I know many things. All timer setting in. <laughs> Provided it's in my journal. As long as I've written it down. It, that, that's why he has to prepare his spells every morning because he just forgets. Forget them. <laughs> Who am I? Where, where? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. So I want everyone to make me either a history or religion check. I want just as good. Oh, I guess I'm very seasick. Okay, yeah. I have rolled yeah, me too. One. Yeah. <laughs> so Miranda, uh, how do I? Yeah, Miranda. Um, so you got a history or religion? So on your skill checks, history being oh, near the top or religion. So what, usually whichever one's higher, you want to try to roll that one. Just press the plus, um, the plus number button. Seven. Wow. So, for not knowing a lot about dragons, Arnid, um, as you look up at the temple, um, even though he's is depicted as a as a human with the uh, with the songbirds around him, you know that that statue is depicting Bahamut in one of his humanoid forms. Uh, how far away is that temple? It's a kind of a good walk up these stairs. Like it's going to be a little bit of a workout, especially if you you know have bad knees and bad backs and bad everything. Okay, so the statue is pretty much pretty, pretty high, up. pretty high. Up, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that big enough that you could see from like even when you were you're coming in from the cove. On this island is just this temple, or is there a town of any sort? Or um, yeah. all you're told about Stormlight yeah, Isle guess... is that it's the uh, home of a cloister of um. I mean, just, let's just call them hermits. They're not really don't really have a home. They use this cloister as a place of worship. There's a little community. Um, you know, it also doubles as a as a shrine to Muhammad. Got it, got it. As far as you know, um, it's it's the only uh, settlement on the island. The island is, itself isn't huge. Got it. To be honest, I don't really know where I'm going, but I guess this Elder Ronara is a good place to start. 
Doesn't look like there's much else to uh, to visit. It's, it's probably Shall we also... go up? Yeah, he heading towards the only building on the island makes the most sense to me as well. Yeah, so like, um, if you if you probably heard about the island too, you know that Elder Runara is the the one that maintains the shrine and the leader of the of the community. But other than that, you don't know too much about her. Right, as you walk up, start to walk up these stairs, uh, what marching order? You can go uh, two by two. By two. Um, if you don't mind, I'll be next to Wayland and I'll, like, offer an arm or something. <laughs> you know, he's so old. He's just so, so old. He, he's surprisingly agile, but but, uh, you know, he, he's not, cr he, he's not rickety, like you would expect. She still eye, uh, eyes him warily, you know. Fair Is enough. You never know when, to get, when, when one of those tendons will give out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, Kala, would you like to be in the front of the, uh, of the party or head up the, head up the back? Uh, I think I'd like to head up the rear and just kind of look around at everything while I'm walking. Okay. Uh, Arnett will be in front uh, as he towers over people. <laughs> it's hard to get a view of what's in front of him. He takes up almost <laughs> the uh, entire front of, of this little uh, caravan. Uh, but as you make your way out of the beach and you're about to um, get to stairs... As you're about to leave the beach and start your climb, you hear a ruckus of splashing and wet, gurgling moans behind you. Three figures are shambling up from the water's edge, about 30 feet away. They're dressed as sailors, but their skin is gray, and they look drowned. Seawater drools from their slack mouths as they lurch, for, as they lurch towards you. So you see... It was a trap! He reversed the uh, the the walking station point. <laughs> so, so you ah. see these three water lodge corpses, for lack of a better word, emerge from the sea. There they are, right there. My, and they're wearing uh, sailor uniforms. They're like bloated from like all the salt water. And they start lunging towards you. Let's roll for initiative. If they're you... not. They don't. They're not wearing the same outfits as the sailors that just left, like mm -hmm. Edward. Are they? No. It, <laughs> it looks like uh, they're on a ship. Okay. Well, well, let's say uh -oh, what. Oh, I think. Well, let's say like what, what. What do you do? I get scared. Uh, guys. <laughs> um, I don't think we're alone. Oh. oh. They don't look familiar, right? Oh, not at all. One of them has a Edward on name tag on his yeah. road. <laughs> oh, he was one day from retirement. Oh, aren't it? If you could roll initiative, there you go. So these things are far enough away where you don't think they can catch up with you. But they are definitely heading towards you. Never been known to run from a fight, and it's 
put these monsters down now or can't put them down later. Is anybody feeling up to it? Erna just eyes Wayland while uh, picking up a massive mace. (laughs) Excellent, lad. This is our first combat. Awesome. Right, Wayland. Alright, Wayland is going to use a fire bolt cantrip on, on this fella here. It's 120 feet, so I am certain I'm within range. Yes. For a 16. Okay. How's the volume of the music? Is it too loud, just right? Perfect. I think it's just right. We're in fire, damn it. Yep, so what Wayland did is he rolled an attack roll, which is a 16, so he has to beat the zombie's armor class, which you don't know the number of. But I will tell you that a 16 definitely hits them. So you're going to do 8 fire damage. Fire's put out pretty quickly, because these things are, like, soaking wet. But it, like... It's fair. It burns pretty fast and hot on, on its flesh. Burns away part of its coat. And that's how you do it! And then I move a little bit away from him. Alright, ready. You can do it! I believe in you! Nervously casts uh, Frostbite on the same shambling entity. Okay. So is that a ranged 60 feet? Uh, It is 60 feet. Okay, so in this case... The zombie has to roll a constitution saving throw. It's actually pretty good at being a corpse. Well... But he fails. Hey! So he immediately gets set on fire. Then the fire is put out by this uh, frosty mist. He's still shambling towards you. Nice shot. Right. Thanks. That'll be my turn. Alright. Arnold. Arnold steps up, eyes them, and then just inhales and uh, a uh, basically a cone of, of of frost just breathes straight uh, straight from his mouth uh, as I use my breath weapon as my first action um, which I think can only reach uh, the front two was it 15 foot cone yeah uh, over half of their over half their space is covered by it. But maybe not. I won't say it's not going to hit the back one. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's 20 foot away. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, they have to make a, a 12 uh, deck save. Okay. Maybe high constitution, not very high decks. 
All right, they both fail. All right, and take eight damage. Almost right. well, amazingly, the one in front of you, people have been hitting, still, still up. Wow, maybe maybe this fight is not the best idea. <laughs> he, look, he looks ex- like he's been frozen twice. Like bits of bits of body parts are starting to chip off at this point, but he's still coming towards our Ned. Mm. Everybody has ranged attacks, huh? Arnett only has the one. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did we give uh, Cal? Did we give you a um? A ranged weapon? Oh, I think I do have a short bow. Yeah. So you could use a short bow, but um, I do give you 30 feet as opposed to 25 feet movement for halflings. Um, so you can reach either you can reach um, either one of the front zombies if you want to attack with your knives, which you can do two attacks with because you have an offhand attack. But note that all three of them are going immediately after Yeah, you. so I think you'll be right next to them. This is the problem. Yeah. I think I'm going to try the bow. I'm going to see from back here. Yep. Alright, so uh, click on the, pl- the uh, plus. Yep, there we go. Short bow. Ten. You're going to hit the one that people have been hitting? Oh, yeah. Yep. Ten will hit it. As he's lunging forward, he falls face first on the ground. Arrow in his chest. Ah, that's how we do it. A good shot. Amazing. Uh, Arna gives us a snort of approval. But we still need to roll damage, so go ahead and hit the... Um... Oh, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, well, he only had one hit point, so I know he's going to die, but you need, need to see damage here. We need to see how badly he's going to die. You could roll a negative, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Your arrow heals him. <laughs> 15 damage. No, it'd just be nine. Oh, nine. Okay, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. I had to remember it. To ignore sneak attack, let's start doing it. it, it it's so it's so rare for for a yeah. rogue to not get sneak attack damage that they just include it all the time. All right, the zombie falls face first in the grass and not the the, the sand, and he's like, <laughs> he just just goes still. Yeah, that zombie. The next zombie. They have a fresh target here. So they're gonna shamble up to the first thing it sees, which is our dead. Raise its zombie fist, slam it down on him. For 13. Miss. Of course it misses. Alright, it just goes clink against his armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do the same. This one might hit. How, how about a 17? Nope. Oh. What? <laughs> for a first level? Alright, good for you. Hey, you block, easily block with your shield like it's no problem. 
it's, it's like squishy hand. Oh yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. This is it's that they're weak. Alright. Wayland. Alright. Oh no. I'm gonna move over to this rock to get a better shot and I'm gonna use that the same thing. I'm gonna use um firebolt again at the top one. Yep. And here's open a seven. Huh. That might not stop it. You're too distracted by how nice the boulder is. It's <laughs> a good looking boulder. The pioneers used to ride these babies. Oh no, <laughs> it, you know, at this what angle What am I doing again? <laughs> at this angle the sun is like hitting um, our nids armor at just the right angle where it hits your um hits your eye and blinds you for a split second. No. And that's my turn. Alright. Revy. Alright, she's gonna it worked well the first time. She's gonna frostbite again, uh the one that's just north of Arnid. Alright. Yep. Arnid tries to one up her with the cold attack this time. <laughs> Rude, right? <laughs> I don't even need to breathe to make ice. Yeah. <laughs> uh this one though just shrugs off the attack. Continues to focus it on Arnid. It, like, begins to to freeze up on his shoulder, but he just, like, claws at it, and it, uh, it shatters off, and unfortunately, misses. Darn it! They're getting stronger! <laughs> They're adapting! <laughs> just, you, you see the, uh, a Borg shield here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this will be for the one to the right. Okay. Ooh, not Eight. good. That's actually, actually good. Still managed to hit it. Oh, wow. All right. It takes seven bludgeoning damage. Bop it on the head. All right. Kala. This time, since uh, Arnid is um, within five feet of the enemy, if you attack one of them, you will get sneak attack damage. So now it's probably worth going up to one and trying to hit it. Okay, how far can I walk? You can walk 30 feet, so each square is usually five feet. Okay. So you can, e you um, can, e you can easily reach either one of them. Alright, I'm going to go to Toppy Guy here. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna daggerfy. It seems will hit. A fine hit. Fine hit. Find that sweet tendon. Yeah, sneak attack damage, not too good, but you do mm. do seven damage towards it. And I'm gonna back up. Yeah, so, well, okay, can I, so... Can I? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what happens if you do. Okay. Um, you do have two attacks, because you have an offhand dagger. Oh. So if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see bonus action. And, um... As a rogue right now, 
you just have to worry about your offhand attack, but later on you can do certain things with your bonus action, like hide or uh, disengage from enemies. Um, but for now, you can do a offhand attack. Try to do some extra damage. Offhand attack, you usually don't do as much damage because you don't get the proficiency bonus with it. Okay. But, uh, one of the reasons to worry about backing away uh, and until you get the ability to disengage, um, if you move away from five feet of a creature, they basically get a free attack against you called an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're in range of a creature and you try to run away without doing something special like disengaging, um, it means it can't take a swipe at you. Okay, so I just want to do this bonus action then? Yeah. Probably the best. Okay. Take that and take that. Eh, eh. Alright, 22, uh, 21 hits. Let's roll the damage. <laughs> okay, for a total of three. Oh, um, I know you. You tackle with daggers both time. You do, you do have a, a short sword, um, which I recommend you attack with on your with your main hand. You do a little bit extra damage with it. Um, dagger is good if you need to throw something. Um, but uh, okay. But the short sword is going to do just a little, just a little extra damage. Got it. Uh, but you, it's. Both of them are good hits, but this zombie is still standing. Uh-oh. And it, um... turns away from Arnid. Clears down at you. It's <laughs> just... It will slam its fist down. So, what is your armor class? You should see it. Yep, 14. 14. Yeah, so maybe you're like a little too satisfied with yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, hit this zombie, take that. But you immediately get bopped on the head. By a... Oh. In retaliation. You take six bludgeoning damage. So on the right-hand part of the screen, you'll see your hit points. Like a nine out of nine. You just put a six in that field and then hit damage. Okay. Which means you're kind of hurt now. The dangers yeah. of a danger of the rogue going up into the melee combat. But the other one will take a swipe at Arned. Critical miss. Arm falls off. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, he hits, he hits the, arm, the shield and his arm just disattaches from his body and slides down the shield. With a little plop, goes on the sand. <laughs> Right, Wayland. Right. Well, it worked so well before, he's going to do it again. I'm going to come 
Does he remember the last time? <laughs> That's true, he forgot. Does, does he still remember how to cast spells? This has worked every time. I don't want to use one of I only have two spell slots. I don't know what's happening the rest of the day. <laughs> this worked every time before. Thirteen. Uh the same one, the the one in front of Kala. Alright, thirteen will hit. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> For three damage. He'll stay in has, he dry, has he dried off enough to catch fire yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still standing, though. Hello! Give him the old fire and ice! Alright. Revy. When I look at Kala, how hurt does she seem? I'm kind of hurting. Uh, I would like to do healing word. Well, I hope you feel better. Oh, thanks. All right, so Revy will heal you for four healing. So you put a four in that spot, then you hit the heal button. Two. She can heal too. Impressive. Whew. Better. All right, Arnid. Uh, Dean, I wanted that was just a uh, bonus action. Did you want to do anything for your main action? Oh, was that oh, a bonus was... action? Yeah, it is a bonus action. Oh okay. my gosh, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah. Sorry. Now, uh, if you use, uh, um, you can only cast one like main spell uh, per round, so you can't like use like a level one or something. But I believe you can use a cantrip. Okay. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Well, Frostbite has, yeah, yeah, right. they have a high save, so she's going to bring out her sling. Are, are you, and, uh, also, but you're saying that uh, if you cast a level one spell as a bonus action, you have to, you can't cast another level spell? Right. Right. Okay. And, yeah, but but you can use a cantrip as your action. Okay. I didn't know that, actually. I haven't played a lot of healers. Um... Alright, yeah, so you can use a cantrip or um, use your sling. Yeah, she's going to use her sling. Okay. 17 will hit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bop this zombie right in the head. It falls up. It falls over backwards. <laughs> and its uh, arm starts to twitch. But unfortunately, after a moment, after you're celebrating, he gets right back up again. Just jolts awake. Oh, man! Stands back up. Ah, tree sap. Right. Uh, Arned. What? What? Okay, never mind. I'm just confused on something for a moment. All right, um, I'll uh, bop him with my mace. I, uh, I'll, I'll go for the one north of me to make sure that it doesn't go after Kala again. Yes, yeah, make sure it stays down. And another seven. Yeah, seven's gonna miss. Yeah. Oh, well. And, uh, I, I was about to hit it, but then it fell over. Yeah. 
Akala, this zombie that you saw, you know, you thought was was gone, now stands back back up with a with a stone embedded into its skull. Ooh. How hurt is this puppy looking? Oh, it, it looks just as bad as when it fell, meaning it it was it has one hit point. All right. This is almost well, like a, this is almost oh, like a yeah, latch. This is almost like a latch, last ditch effort of it trying to stay, quote unquote, alive. Well, let's try a third thing. See how that goes. And let's try to sort it. Yep. Oh no! Oh, eight will hit though. Roll the damage. Ten damage. Wow. How do you want to uh, kill this this zombie? Like, what do you do to put it out of its misery? You bop me on my head, I take yours off! <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so as it's, like, getting back up, you're like, nope. Just slash yeah. across the neck. Head goes flying. Hey, Revy, do you want that stone back? Oh, no, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Just shot a seashell at it. Yeah. <laughs> I got... It was a hermit crab. Oh. <laughs> 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 it crawls away. <laughs> uh, Arna gives uh, Cal a, a, a smirk. In okay. It. So if you want to, you can do another attack with your offhand of the zombie, but it may not be a good idea to be close to this thing. Yeah, I'm gonna back up. Um, I guess... here? Yeah, you just back up a little bit. Yeah. The zombie's gonna take... Slam attack gets arted. 17 again. Just misses. You were one beefy dragon boy. <laughs> Alright. Willand. Alright, let's do some damage here. I'm gonna cast magic missile at the one left. So that was one of them, and two of them and three of them okay, so magic missile do you, like how does Wayland cast magic missile what happens so Wayland actually has I think I wrote that he has a little wand right yes he has a rod that he uses so he is very traditional he fires it from uh, a, a blasting rod that's in arcane focus so it's a pretty and it looks just like a stick that you found on the ground. I remember your guy kind of looks like a mix between a wizard and like an old like gunslinger. Like, yeah. What if he has his wand like a little holster and he pulls it out like a? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's right. that's it. So this does three, five, seven damage. This zombie. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Poop, poop, poop. Still standing though. Alright, Revy. Just gonna move whoop, over here. 
Uh, and she's gonna try the sling again. Okay. And she, the the hermit crab that was crawling away, she repicks up. <laughs> yeah, like get it over here. <laughs> uh, Miranda, one good thing about magic missile is that it never misses. Nice. So it doesn't do a lot of damage, really, um, but it never misses. So you're like, it's, it's guaranteed damage. And yes, before you ask, you can shoot it into the darkness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, a, a ten, ten hits. Oh, I brave little hermit crab. Sorry, it's been a while. I guess I need to bulk up. <laughs> yeah, I guess you don't get uh, any bonuses as a um, as a druid with the sling. Thought you would. Oh, it's probably a dex, a dexterity weapon, and you don't have any dexterity. Yeah. Is that um frosting a, a cantrip? It is. Yeah. I could use it. I just they keep saving against it. Yeah. So. But the sling only does one damage, so you kind yeah. of even it, even it out. So far, it's only doing yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought sl sling would be kind of like a cute uh cute thing for her to do. That's why I suggested <laughs> it. But, um, Druid's not always the best with ranged weapons. Let's get that yeah. dexterity. Uh. Alright, um, Ar Arned. You think you might be able to put this thing out of its misery if you get a good hit. Oh, now you jinxed it. Yep. Eleven will hit. And measly three. Just does not want to go down. Doesn't want to go down. But it's looking very hurt. Go Calico! Go Calico! <laughs> Calico. Uh, would it be better to shoot or throw daggers? Would I need to get my daggers back? Um, unless you, like, throw down a hole, I usually say you can re retrieve your, you know, you retrieve the weapons. Um... Your short sword's probably gonna do a lot more damage. Oh, your uh, your short bow's probably gonna do a lot more damage. He six. Okay. I mean, <sighs> what, I guess it's up to me. You did like what fifteen before or something stupid? <laughs> Not stupid. Good. Oh no. I guess it's us to hit. Yeah, these things aren't very these things aren't very nimble, so an eight does hit it. And you do get sneak attack. Because uh, yeah, they're about as difficult to no uh, as difficult to hit as Wayland. Yep. So once again this uh arrow to the chest falls backwards. Body twitches. And he goes limp, stays down. Yay, our first combat. Yeah, first. <laughs> da, 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 da. Everyone seemed to perform splendidly. Wait a minute, did I kill all three of them? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Wow. Impressive little one. Thanks. I 
guess. I got punch. Uh, Revy's gonna go up to one of the bodies and like just nudge it a little bit, see if there's anything. I don't know that she can figure out about this shambling corpse that came from the water. Okay. Um. Give me oh. a uh, a um in either an, give me an investigation or a perception. Baby, I see all. Yeah. Um. These are definitely sailor uniforms. Um. You notice that they're uh, a little out of date, like the newer uniforms that you've seen in in uh, Neverwinter, the poor town. Uh, didn't look like this. It seems to be like wh- whoever these sailors were, they must have drowned uh, a good while ago. Kala thinks this is a oh sorry no 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 go on I say Kala thinks this is a great idea and goes over to look for valuables. <laughs> um, they don't have much. You find like two copper pieces on one of them. Oh man! But you definitely add that to your inventory if you want. Spell <laughs> scrolls on them. <laughs> so. Yeah, <it's> very- <laughs> Yeah, so if you go to inventory right next to actions, um, mm-hmm. click on that. You'll see a little okay. uh, a little gold icon. I think in your case is fifteen. Mm-hmm. You click that, and copper pieces are way to the right. You add two copper. Two copper. Hello. And really, you look through another one and uh, see a really old, like, rusted compass that doesn't work anymore. Just all these years under the sea is just just like worn it out. Make sure you wash your hands. Oh, totally. Don't, don't want tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good omen if uh, this is our welcome. Uh, undead aren't exactly a common thing. Kind of uh, kicks one of them just to make sure that it stays down. Makes a all the water inside it slushes around, spills out into the sand, but it definitely stays down. Gross. Sorry, how do I close my manage coin window? Uh, uh, just click anywhere away and it goes away. Yeah, I just click oh, it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, uh, shall we get going before we discover any more fun visitors? Good idea. Hopefully that's the end of the excitement. After I, you. I use mage hand to to all the nasty gross sand. Just try to brush it away as we leave. Hey, what is mage hand? Icky. Um, uh, it's a floating hand that does stuff it can't lift more than 10 pounds it's like a spectral hand that he can yeah control. you're not gonna touch yeah. the stuff yourself you're gonna make your exactly. beach hand do exactly. it. trying to keep the beach clean right. dicky yeah it's one of those uh more flavor shifts well no that's not true mage hand is super useful with like opening doors and chests and things mm-hmm 
And you make your way up the stairs, and you have no further zombie encounters. So, as you reach your way, as you climb up the stairs, it's a good, it's a good hike up the, up the side of this, of this cliff. Um, you see, like, the, the stone, um, stone walls of Dragon Rest quickly approach. Does Waylon at some point have to carry the old man? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm good. I make it up the stairs. Well, let's see. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> I'm, go I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm okay. I'm here. <laughs> so over the uh, as you get closer, you don't see anyone. But then this little this little head pops over a wall. Um, this little, it's kind of dragon-like, but it, um, it's way too small to be a dragon. It almost looks like a, uh, like if you mix a little dragon with a, with like a dog, that's what you see. You see this, I'll, I'll make the token big, so you can kind of see, but you see this, this little dragon-like creature known as a kobold. Poke his head over. And then, like, he, he looks at you, tilts his head, and then you see another one. And then another one, and then another one. And they're like, We have visitors! We have visitors! Oh, new people! New people! And they kind of pop over the little wall. And, and through the little gates. And, um... About eight of these little kobold dragon-like creatures just begin to swarm you, and... It's like, hello, hello! It's like, where are you from? Hail, Dwellnut. Have you ever seen this? Like, have you ever seen a whale? It's like, oh, that's a neat weapon. It's like, we don't usually carry weapons here. It's like, and one goes, oh, oh, I like your hair. It's like, oh, I like your horns. Oh, I like your horns. It's like, oh, I like your hat. And they just start rambling on and on and on. Like a bunch of kids. Yeah, a bunch of kids. Oh, here's the picture one. This is a kobold. Though I can assure you that they do not they do not look as serious as that. Yeah, <laughs> they don't they don't have the little knives. Like... These are like golden retriever uh, yeah. kobolds. Yeah, version of kobolds, <laughs> um, and, and they they're not holding any weapons as they approach you. We've we've come from the mainland. It's a... To see your elder. You're here to see the elder. Oh, they're there to see the elder. It's like, yeah, every, everyone here to see the elder, of course. What do you think? It's like, ooh. And the old. They kind of notice Arnid, the big dragon. And they all kind of fall silent. They go, oh, you're a big one. Thank you. You look like a dragon. Technically. You're big like a dragon. Oh. 
I take it you're citizens here. It's like, well, yep, yeah, we, we all live here. And, uh, one of the, um, kobolds, it seems a little larger than the others. Um. Right, he's three foot tall? Three feet tall. Who has, um, wearing more clothes. You notice that she actually has a, uh, a pair of wings. This kind of like, like a bandaged up and um, kind of like bandaged behind her as if it's like healing. She goes, he's not a dragon. He's a dragon born. They're very, very different. One of them goes, oh, Myla, the know-it-all. Like, if this because I read books, I'm a know-it-all. She walks up to you and says hello I'm sorry for the little ones uh, my, my name is Myla uh, that was the name of the leader here oh, I'm not the leader <laughs> no I was asking the DM sorry no I, I couldn't remember the name of that person that ran the place you're probably yeah you're probably Okay. You're looking for Elder Runara. She'll be here any minute. She was in the middle of prayers when you arrived. Um, so I decided to say hello. Um, so I hope you didn't run into any trouble on your way here. Not too troubling to us, but you may want to be... Uh, it, you may want to take caution going to the beaches. Uh, we found some undead. And we re-deaded them. Uh. Oh. You just hear Revy snort. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, upsetting and good news, I guess. I don't know how to quite react to that. Um, Have you had problems with the undead before? <laughs> Well, I, uh, I, um, hmm. Like, all the little kobolds are like, I'm dead. It's like, what are they talking about? They start, like, um, talking among, amongst themselves. But, um, they kind of grow silent as a, uh, as a human figure begins to walk down the pathway. The, the chattering kobolds fall silent as a new figure comes into view, descending gracefully from the upper part of the cloister. She's an elderly woman with weathered brown skin, white hair and tight white hair and tight braids, and kindly hazel eyes. And she's dressed in simple white robes. She smiles as she draws near and extends her arms in greetings. Welcome to Dragon's Rest, she says. May Bahamut's guidance may Bahamut's guidance lead you to whatever you seek. She kind of greets you. In fr this little uh, star symbol here is a. Uh, she greets you in front of a statue of a, um, a large bronze dragon, this wings extended. What's all the fuss about, little ones? You know when we have guests, they don't like to be crowded. Now shoo along, shoo along. Go, uh, go gather the uh, supplies from the lift and bring the foods to the kitchens and 
the blankets to the uh, the new blankets to the um, to the living areas. Seems like we'll have some guests for the next few days. Shoo shoo shoo. It's like you you too, Myla. Like yes, Elder. She uh, she looks worried and kind of walks away. Like uh, you may want she turns to the elder. You may want to thank them. She kind of returns to where she was, what she was doing before. I'm sorry for the little ones, Nara says. There's no harm. I... Just curious. Did you run into trouble? Is that what the fuss was about? Uh, we would have been here sooner, but some drowned undead made their way onto your shores. Undead? Is that. Had a common occurrence? I would say no. That is something new here. At least, just in, in the beach. Uh, this island holds many secrets, but... You know, this the beach is under the protection of the shrine. It's very disturbing that you ran into... Anything of danger there. But you're all, you're all okay. Sleep. She goes, looks to you, Kala, uh, and like knows you have a few scrapes. Like, oh my dear, are you hurt? Just, just a little bit. Well, we'll make sure to get you patched up. Uh, oh, you all are have our deepest thanks of taking care of those creatures. I'm gonna must um give some thought about this. See what can be done. Um, please, please, come. Come, uh, enter our cloister and wa watch your step. As you notice the, the large, like, the cliff yeah. going is down. Is there a railing the or anything? No railings. No, you have to be careful. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. This is a Sierra game. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, if you die here, you die for forever. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a reason I learned Featherfall. Yep. And, um, this is Dr Dragon's Rest. Um, for however you wish to stay, um, you call this your new home. I see you already met many of our uh, of our members, and she points at some of the kobolds. Uh, some of them are just kind of playing around. Not many probably um, actually went to do their job to get the um, <laughs> get the crates. Um, you meant Myla too. She's a a bit special, as you see. Uh, usually, the kobolds with the wings tend to be a little more clever than the others in the clan. So you maybe treat her with a little bit, not like a little child. He gets angry when people treat her like a little kid. I kind of see them all as my little children, to be honest. Well, come. You must be hungry after your journey. Come come to the kitchens. Let me give you something to eat. Rev's stomach growls at the mention of food. Mm -hmm. Right, so you made Sounds good. Made the way. Yep. So... This is the uh, 
entrance here. So a long path leads from the rocky shore up to the side of the cliff, with occasional stairs at easy to easy extent. Here and there along the lower part of the path, well-tending gardens, plot, plots hold flowers, herbs, and vegetables. About 30 feet above the bay, the path widens to a long plaza. Halfway along the plaza, a stone statue of a dragon gazes sincerely, um, serenely down the path. Six, six open doorways are cut into the cliff side. Cliff side. And as you walk by the um, these cells, um, a lot of them seem to be like living areas. Um, she says, um, "If you don't mind sharing a uh, sharing a room, um, one of these can one of the larger ones can uh, be where you stay. Maybe some of the little ones might be might be willing to." Um, Oh, actually, these have, like, cots in them. So, yeah, it's like, uh... You're willing to share a room. I mean, there's some cots for you in the, one of the larger rooms. That's okay with you. Not picky of my sleeping arrangements. You can see we live very modestly here. No use for many possessions. Watch your step as you climb the cliff. I'll go up here. So when you get up here, you see um, a few of the kobolds actually are performing their jobs, getting the crates from this uh, from this um, this thing here, and they're like two by two since they're like only a couple feet tall like it takes two of them to uh like carry these these, these little boxes like like a two or three or four and they're like ah these have to be so heavy and they start like uh going up the stairs like excuse me they try to walk around you excuse me coming through coming through Uh, Revy, uh, like, kind of hugs the wall to make room. Yep. It's like, just barely enough room. One of them goes, like, why did that big one help? It's like, yeah, he should have. He's a help out more around here, if you ask me. It's like, yeah. He's gonna live here. Gotta do some work. Renara says... Um... He stares. <laughs> Twenty-one intimidation, natural, natural twenty. He's like, never mind. You can help out whenever you feel like it. And they like double speed with the crate up the uh, up the stairs. Snort. I'll pay them no mind. They just don't like doing their chores. But they know if they don't do their chores, they don't get dessert. He's <laughs> a good motivator. While you are here, though, um, it's a part of every member of the community to uh, to help out. So, be very much appreciated if you um, if there's chores to be done that you uh, you help out. Everyone, 
It's also expected to help cook meals for the entire community. Hopefully, she kind of whispers, like, hopefully they like their your cooking. They're very picky. Okay, well, what, what kind of food do they like? Well, they're a fan of the, uh, of the mushrooms that grow in the caves the other side of the island. Especially when, um, he says, uh, For names here, sorry. He says, especially when um when Tarek cooks them. It's one of our uh, one of one of two of our human guests we have currently here at, at here at Dragon's Rest. And uh, make your way further, and make make your way to the um. That's the library. Here's the eating area. So, a doorway in the rock opens up into a dining room with a long table. Two benches run the length of the table, and a single chair sits at the table's head. A short hallway connects a small but tidy kitchen. And uh, you see in this room a, um, a human woman little more than middle-aged um at one end of the table um eating some soup she just looks like she's uh seen them seen seen some things her um her uh she has a patch in one eye her head is has some scars in a few places and you notice that she actually has a uh, a wooden leg she barely takes any notice of you as, um, as you enter. Is this a kobold-sized table? Um, I know it looks a little small here, but it, it's it's enough to fit, uh, like, a, like a dozen full-size people. Oh, darn. <laughs> it's just yeah. everybody trying to sit at the kitty table. Yeah. <laughs> Runara, um, gestures to the, the human woman. And she goes, um, Barnoth, we, um, we have some new guests. I, I, I assume you all introduce yourself. Sorry, I didn't really do that before. But she, um, introduces your name one by one. She, look, she looks up, for, up from her soup. Just like, she just goes, Hi. Sorry I'm eating. She Apologize for the interruption. Same. It's fine. It's, it's kind of me time, you know. Understood. <laughs> well, we'll we'll catch up after your meal. Well, we'll see if we have any uh, if you have any extra soup for you to eat after your after your um, after your battle and your your voyage. And a little cobalt peeks his head around the um around the corner. She goes, uh 
She goes, Kelnip, go see if you have any soup for a guest here. The kobold goes, oh, Too tired. Kilnip, see if you have any food for our guest. It's a polite thing to do. Yes, Elder, yes, Elder. The kobold kind of runs up to the kitchen. Um, begins to, well, in the kitchen in the back, so he's, he's, he can find some soup for you. And Renara goes, please sit, sit. Tell me. What brings you to Dragon's Rest? Let's say she points at Wayland first. She... I, I see uh, uh, information that that a colleague of mine wrote home about. Oh, and says uncover the. I hear this island is full of secrets and mysteries. Well, we do Waiting have a, to be discovered. We do have a library. Right next door, in fact. You're more than welcome to it. Thank you. But um, what 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 information did your friend uh, tell you about? Curious. What what was their name? The name was Jaina. Jaina. How long ago was this? Oh, you for, for quite a little. Uh, I have no idea. I lose track of time sometimes. It could have been decades or days. <laughs> Joey, how long ago was Looks this? Looks in your journal. <laughs> I don't have the PDF in front of me, so sorry. It's not. I, I haven't pasted. It doesn't really say. Yeah. Um, months, months ago was when I received the, the letter. We've been in regular correspondence, you see. Oh, yeah, she was a, a guest here. Either days or decades ago. Who can say? <laughs> Who can say? She, um... Had an interest in the observatory. Which has its own library. Alright, so you, you do know of that. If perhaps you could point me in that direction at some point. Well, I'm afraid, uh... The observatory... Is usually off-limits. Um, Interesting. The island can be uh, quite dangerous, and I want to make sure that uh, our guests aren't hurt until they're well acquainted with the uh, island. Because maybe that's the knowledge that she was she was talking Perhaps. about. Perhaps. Truth be told, the observatory is in ruins. We tend to avoid that part of the island. Perhaps yeah. I could convince you to take a journey over there at some point. She goes, maybe. But she looks a little lost in thought as she uh, says this. And there's a ladybug on my microphone. <laughs> Can you hear it? Is it going, is he hearing like, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm surprised. She uh, then points... To Kala. What oh, you little one? What brings you to Dragon's Rest? Oh, you know, what brings anyone here? Just kind of looking for 
some guidance, I guess. Oh, well, you've come to the right place. We, we, we specialize in med meditation here. Finding um, inner peace. Some of our guests have had difficult lives. Or, uh, or violent ones. And kind of, maybe not intentionally, kind of glances over at, at Varnoth. Um, and they come here to, um, make peace with themselves. Or find, uh, new perspectives on things. You get new people here a lot? She goes... Occasionally. Um, during tourist season. I mean, the the uh, kobolds are, uh, yes, especially during the during the rush the, during during the Mardi Gras. Um, Summer Beach. The kobolds here are are permanent residents, but um, the others like Barnarth and uh, and Tarek are uh, temporary guests. They're 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 um. They can stay as long as they wish, but most people only stay a few months at most, I would say. Hmm. But you're more than welcome to uh, make use of our, of our shrine. We have one to Bahamut at the, uh, top, of the top of the cliff face. Uh, she next points to Arnid. Arnid. How about you? I would say you're actually our first Dragonborn guest in quite a while we've had here. I was sent here by another uh, church to Bahamut. A, oh. uh, the uh, the priest there uh, supposedly had a uh, premonition of some kind and asked me to check it out. Oh, I see. Uh, what, which city do, do you hail from? Uh, you would have came from uh, Neverwinter. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. I was, I was going to say Baldur's Gate, if nothing. Oh, Baldur's Gate's right. uh, From Neverwinter. So this isn't a uh, a pilgrimage. You're here for a purpose. The details of it, they didn't bother to tell me. But, yes. Something about uh, shadow creeping. Yeah, like ponders for a moment. Do you think the undead you fought at the beach has anything to do with why you were sent here? There's a possibility, yes. If you had a premonition and you encountered something very unusual, it may not be a coincidence. There often rarely is a coincidence. Hmm. And she's kind of lost in thought. 
um, little kobold comes out trying to balance four full-size bulls. One between his, his horns. <laughs> yeah, it's like, found some soup! And like, he is trying with every ounce of his being to, to uh, not drop these as he walks towards you. But as he gets close... Deck save, deck save. <laughs> as he gets close, his, uh, his hands slip and one of the bowls of soup goes flying outwards. If anyone's close wants to try to catch it, give me a dexterity save. A, a dexterity check. Catch it with mage hand? Yep. You can try. Try to catch it with... Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> It's like that scene in Spider-Man when uh, yeah. Mary Jane yeah. trips. So this basically happens. <laughs> like he trips like, whoa, 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 whoa. You catch the bowl and then all the soup that drips down after you. <laughs> yeah, like the soup and then the spoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a natural 20, yeah. Yeah, and it's all done spectrally too, so it looks even cooler. Four mage hands comes out and grabs <laughs> each one of the bowls. And you place and I'm it not on, even looking. You, you Revy, place it on Revy the, just claps. <laughs> yeah. You place it on the um, on the table. Your soup is up. Renara does give a little claps, like, "Oh, that's wonderful." Bernoth just goes, "Yeah." Well, soup's on, I suppose. Um, but before we start, and she points to to Revy, um, my dear, what what brings you to Dragon's Rest? begins to fidget again. My, my guides told me to come here after I had some visions of fire and mushrooms. And it... That's a... Here I am. Kind of an odd vision. It was um, very suffocating. Oh. I... <laughs> um, you had a suffocating vision about fire and mushrooms. Remy just shrugs helplessly, like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's like, you're like, yeah, Joey, that's what you told me. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't a vision of this soup? Yeah. Um, you look at the soup, no mushrooms. Yeah. About to you're play like, campaign over. Good job. Yeah, it's there. like, a, I wonder if it's the soup. He's like, no mushrooms. <laughs> two. two Premonitions and visions brought you to Dormrick Isle. And one seeking knowledge and one seeking she kind of looks at Akala inner peace, he said. Hey, close enough, yeah. Hmm. Well, you are guest here for us long as you wish. I don't think you're necessarily long-term. You, uh, you don't necessarily plan to stay long-term depending on your missions. Um, but Dragon's Rest is open to you. And Elder Runara stands up. If you excuse me, um, I must finish 
I, I must uh, finish my midday prayers. Um, we can uh, speak more in the morning about why you're here. But now I suggest you all rest. And um, you have a midday. And uh, please join us for supper in the evening. The little ones really like suppers. Because that's one Tarek tends to cook. Barnoth goes, yes, he's not, she's, he's not that good. Finishes the last of her soup with a big slurp. Nara goes, manners, Barnoth, man manners. It's like, all right, all right, mom. Sorry. She stands up with her bowl. Goes back and like on the back into the kitchen area and clean her clean off of her of her bowl. Positively delightful meeting you. Mom. <laughs> oh, you don't get to call me mom. That is repeating. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of like mumbles old enough to be your mom. Go left in the back here. Alright, so you have some free time to explore. So if you want to do anything special, um, start with Wayland. Um, I would like to head over into the library. Alright. And I am looking for books about the Arcane Observatory. Okay. And before you tell me what I may or may not find, let me post my... Nope, not that. Uh, my feature of researcher in here. So you see a couple kobolds um, kind of like looking at the books. Some obviously probably don't know how to read. It's upside down. Nice pictures. But they want to look smart. <laughs> but you do see um, the winged kobold with the uh, with the damaged wings like sitting on, um, on one of the benches like reading a scroll. But uh of all the doorways cut into the cliff face, only one has an actual door. This entry's door is made of a sturdy oak with iron bands, and it swings open easily to reveal a spacious library. Bookshelves line every wall, with three freestanding shelves in the west half of the room. In the east half is a table with two benches, writing implements, book stands, and glass-shielded lamps. And uh, you, you see a, a healthy uh, collection of books here and scrolls. Well, I uh, like I said, I'm hoping. So let's see. The two things that I'm looking for are either a map of the island that could be fun, and uh, anything about the observatory that's that's supposedly on the island. Okay. Those are what I'm perusing for. Let's see if there's a map handout. 
Okay, so um, it's pretty easy to find a, a map. Um, I'll show you the... Uh... the official map here. You do, you do see some um, landmarks. This isn't necessarily meant for players, so if you see some areas on there that seem like, well, why is that there, then don't really worry about it. But you do see um, a map of Dragon's Rest. Wonderful. And there are some markings, and you do see that the uh, observatory is on the far end of the island. As expected. And we'll say there is a mark that's marked Seagro Caves. It's little pictures of mushrooms with faces on them next to it. Uh, what, you do, what you don't necessarily see is when it says the wreck of the compass rose, uh, but you do see some skull and crossbows in that area that says danger, watch out for rocks. Got it. And you're looking for information about the observatory? Yeah, history, what it was used for, things like that. Okay, uh, give me a, um investigation check. Right. Fifteen on that one. Fifteen. Um, I'm gonna say information about the observatory. Um, you don't really find any, which you find mm -hmm. a little odd. You would think a land, a, such a big landmark in this library. Interesting. Um, they would have some information about it, but it, it per, maybe it's just too old. It's been in ruins for too long that, you know, they wouldn't necessarily have a book about it, you know. Sometimes the lack of knowledge is knowledge in and of itself. Mayla kind of looks up from her scroll. It says, um, want information about the observatory? Why, yes. What, what do you know? What can you share? Oh, we should, only that you should probably stay away from there. Why is that? No, it attracts bad sorts. I can tangle with some bad sorts. What, what sort of sorts? Well, she kind of like points to her her, uh, her broken wing. It's, it's like patched up, saying, uh, "That's where uh, that's where me and my brothers uh, ran into some trouble." Thank you for the warning. If I do end up taking going going there, I'll be sure to bring plenty of plenty of backup. If, if you do find them, I mean, if you do go there, um, maybe you can you can find them. Oh, you, they they're still there, are they? Yeah, when you returned. Uh, you they did not return with you. No, we were we were jumped by some uh, some kobolds that were not necessarily uh, on the up and up. And, Terrible. Uh, I think them being who they are um, might have joined them. So as soon as my wings are healed, I am going to go and try to find them. Oh, it seems that our goals could align, albeit temporarily, so I would be more than happy to make that that 
trek with you. Well, if you if you learn if you earn the elder's trust, um, I bet uh, she'll give you permission to enter. Sure of it. Thank you for the information. Seems like your friends couldn't help but overhear your friends. Um, there might be some stuff going on here that they they want to help with. Um, how about Arned? Uh, I think he's going to probably, uh, explore the, uh, um, I guess you could call it town. Yep. There's really, really not much to it. Like, um, uh, the area you're at now seems to be the living areas, so, like, storage. Um... Like, um, and as you're as you're looking through um, one of the cots, you do see a man kind of waking up from a, a nap in one of them. He's a uh, middle-aged man with graying hair. He's like a little startled to see you at the doorway as he kind of wakes up. Oh, those are hammocks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to figure out what those things were. He goes, um, oh, hello, hello there. Hello yourself. Didn't realize we were getting guests, guests today. I'll try not to impose. What's the problem, uh, Truth be told, uh, just sneaking a little, sneaking in a little nap before, uh, before I start making supper. Well, uh, holds out a, holds out a don't work for me, so I saw nothing. Oh, oh yeah, that's, uh, I like the way you think. Uh, name's, uh, name's Tarek, by the way. Arnid. Arnid. Oh. He, um. Grass your hand. He's like, oh, quite a handshake there. Got quite a grip. Sorry. Oh, it's okay, but you hear that a lot. Well, since you're the, the first uh, one you met, um, what, what do you like? What do you want for supper? I can try to, to make you a. Uh, Make you a meal fitting of someone of your stature. What do you say? Just offer enough of it and good enough. He kind of goes, um, afraid though. Yeah, the, the, the little, the little one, little dragon, little dragon ones. Love my mushroom soup, but um, yeah, haven't been able to get it lately. So it looks like. No mushrooms tonight. They're gonna to be they're gonna be so disappointed. What can I say? Uh, don't have any myself. I'll keep an eye out. Oh, but I I have a feeling I'll be exploring more of this place. <laughs> Let me walk you walk you up to the kitchen. I'll show you around. Show you around. 
There doesn't seem to be much to show. Yes. Eh, well. You're not wrong. Uh, but I, uh, tend to like the peace and quiet here. A lot quieter than never, Winter. Gotta get up to the kitchen again. Um. Because when I found a, uh, simple pleasure in cooking. And, um, you might have, might have, um, caught a glimpse of my garden near the entrance. Uh, don't think I noticed it. He goes, oh, well, that's where I get my, uh, best veggies for, for our, uh, for our soups and our, um, our meals here. I grow it myself. Impressive. From his tone, you can't tell if it's yeah. uh, if he's being. <laughs> he walks into the kitchen. Uh, Mr. Dragon, it's not impressed with my cooking. I can tell. Points at uh, you, Revy. I have a feeling that you appreciate a good vegetable. She nods enthusiastically. Oh yes, sir. <gasps> I'm going to make you something special tonight. He introduces himself as, uh, as Tarek. Bows to you, uh, Kala. Oh, hello. I'm Kala. Sorry, <laughs> forgot my manners there. Give me a, um... Everyone give me, in this room, um, give me a, uh, perception check. Uh, anybody? Or? Uh, people in the room. So, Ar Arned, Kala, and Revy. No, not I. Tarek reaches out, um, like, shake your hands. And, uh, Revy and Kala, um, notice that, uh, his arm is just covered in tattoos. And, uh, Kala, you catch a quick glimpse of them. And, uh, before he had a chance to, like, really, really, uh, study him, he retracts his hand and, uh, continues talking. But you could have sworn you recognized the symbol. On these tattoos. But it was just too quick. He couldn't see what he had. It's like, well, I'm going to make all of you the best supper of your lives with what mega supplies I have on this island. But I guarantee you that's going to be the best meal you have while you're here. Even if I don't have my mushrooms. And there's a little kobold in the back. Goes, Oh, you still don't have the mushrooms? It's like, I'm sorry, Laylee. I told you. I went to the caves. Talked to the wee mushroom folk there. 
They turned me right away. Don't want me there anymore. It's like... Mushroom people? Oh, what's the word? Uh, um, Mikeinitz. Here we have Mikeinitz. Yeah, they're little, little, uh, little fungi, fungi people. You know, little fungus walking around. And you go there for mushrooms? Well, I don't eat them. You know, I don't eat the the Mikeinitz. That would be barbaric. No, no, they harvest. Mush very tasty mushrooms in their caves. Oh, I just eat their kids. No, I just eat their kids. You're <laughs> run, 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 run. No. Goes, uh, no, no, I don't do that. No, they harvest the most delicious mushrooms that you've ever had. And, um, you know, we give them, uh, you know, we, we kind of, truth be told, we just give them the leftovers of our food here. You know, they kind of use it as a fertilizer for their mushrooms. And in return, they uh, they give us an ample supply. Oh, the kobolds here love them. But um, you know, past couple of weeks, uh, they don't want me anywhere near the place. In fact, they were right down violent last time I went. Might be worth checking out, at least for me. Well, I wouldn't ask a guest to uh put themselves in harm way. I mean, I can deal with a few little mushroom people. Um, it's not my place. Tell you what to do. But, uh, I do think something is wrong with them. They just want themselves. I don't know, it's almost like... It's like almost they were f becoming feral. Oh, but I don't know that much feral about... Feral mushroom person. I don't know too much about Mykonids. You know, they could have... Uh, it could be this or this how they are. I don't know. Wild mushrooms can be dangerous. But they... They're so usually so, uh, like a pleasant, pleasant folk, you know. Now that, now that I'm thinking about it, there must be something wrong with them. Yep. If you're up for a little adventure, eh, maybe you can see if they're doing all right. So you, you can take care of yourselves. Eh, it may be fun. Ernie eyes the girls, wondering what uh, their take is. Well, my visions included mushrooms, so I'd like to to see what's going on. Yeah, visions about mushrooms. <laughs> she again, she looks and <laughs> shrugs, like, "What? What can you do?" Yeah, it's like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Some people have proxies of of gods and champions, I have proxies of mushrooms. He goes, um... Well, that might be worth looking into if, uh... If you had some sort of vision about it. But he will, uh... 
turn to uh, Revy and Callie. He goes, um, well, I got to, uh, got to get prepared. A lot of little mouths to feed. We'll head back to the kitchens here. He tells one of the kobolds, he goes, Oi! want you to go down to the garden and get the freshest, most delicious-looking veggies you can for our guests here. He's like, yes, sir, Mr. Tarek. He scampers out and goes down the, um, the stairway. All right. Arnid, um, I know we kind of interrupted your thing with that, but, like, would you explore more of the, um, more of the place. Uh, he may get wrangled into helping the uh, with the unloading and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, what are Revy and Kala doing? Yeah. You would know that the only other old place of interest would be the uh, Bahamut Temple, which is further up yeah. here. But Yeah, so uh, Revy and Kali, what would you want to do. Um, I guess, Revy, you kind of learned about a little bit about about why you're here. But if you wish to explore. Yeah, I should probably go to the temple see what what's up there. Okay. Take the path down to the temple. The highest point of the cloister is crowned by an open-air temple that overhangs a cliff, supported by arched stone struts anchored in the cliff face. The north wall of the temple is carved directly into the rock, while the rest is open to the sea air. Heavy pillars mark the three open sides, supporting the wooden roof. In the center of the temple stands a stone statue of a kind-looking old man, with canaries perched on his hands, shoulders, and head. The feeling of serenity suffices the, the place. So immediately as you start to enter this area, like you feel an overwhelming presence and calmness. And you see uh, Elder Runara knelt beside the statue. And without opening her eyes, she goes, Come, young one. Do you wish to pray with me? Sure. She'll walk up next to her. I know that as a daughter of the forest, you have your own gods. But I find it interesting to pray to others as well, occasionally. And I think while you're here, you'll find Bahamut a uh, relaxing presence. I think I know what you're talking about. She gets on her knees or uh, mimics whatever yeah. motions Runara is doing. And she's silent for a moment. They call Bahamut the Platinum Dragon. At one point, only dragons worshipped him. But eventually, 
the mortal races begin worshipping him as well worshipping him as well he's a god of bravery champions I find it very calming to be in his presence well I'll take help from anyone I can even gods that are not my own She kind of, after a few more moments of meditating, I can see that uh, Bahamut is taking a liking to you too. You have a very kind soul. Revy looks down again, like shy. <laughs> thank, thank you. Renara kind of smirks, but. Perhaps that's enough talking for today. For uh, for now, let's just meditate. She smiles and nods and uh, closes her eyes in meditation. Take in the sea air, the sound of the waves. The the uh, the gulls in the air the life in the ocean all around us it may not be your forest but this place is still full of life all over the island let it wash over you she breathes in Revy mimics the, the breathing. Mm-hmm. Why do you make me a constitution saving throw? Oh, joy. Twenty. So you, you get in this zen state. And, uh... When you've been kind of like this in the forest, this is when your nightmares sometimes manifest. Like that place in between waking and sleep. And you feel this meditation is kind of that state. Um, And you feel the onset of the nightmare, of the flames, of the heat begin to, to rise. But since you're in the shrine you're, you're so much at peace here you're able to push it away and the vision never, never comes but Runara kind of opens her eyes with a start she goes did you feel what I felt Remy nods, slowly opening her eyes. Is this the vision, the vision that you mentioned? Remy nods again, slowly, almost hesitantly. Then I think 
think there's something wrong here. The undead on the beach. The visions of fire in caves. She goes, no, it can't be connected to that. What? She goes, uh, I guess it is almost time. The King, King Killer Star. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I have much to think about. I promise by morning. I will tell you what, I, what I've learned. Is there anything I can do in the meantime? She, um, kind of smiles. I see the kobolds, um, they usually take very good care of the shrine, but it looks like with all the excitement today, they, uh, they haven't tidied up. And there's like some, uh, just like it looks a little uh, cluttered around the shrine. Mm-hmm. She, she, and Renara stands up and says, are you up for a little cleaning? Why am I ever? <laughs> I like, that's the spirit. Let me help you. And you and Renara spend the, spend some time, um, tidying up the shrine, like knocked over, like knocked over potted plants or some, uh, some leaves that kind of are, are like, like scattered around the place. And uh, you have a mostly silent, um, a very enjoyable and peaceful time uh, cleaning the shrine. All right, finally, Kala, you see, you see, uh, you saw Revy kind of go go out towards the uh, the shrine. You saw Arnid um, help out with the remaining uh, crates. Which the kobolds are very thankful for. Uh, Varnarth at this point has um, left the kitchen. Um, and you saw Tarek head out to the back and he started to prepare supper for everyone. Mm. And I don't know where Varnarth went. Uh, Isar, she, um, she left and she headed down the cliff towards the, um, like the living areas. Hmm. Guess I'll talk to Tarek? Is that his name? Tarak, I think. Tarak. He's, he, oh, no, his name up. There we go. Tarak. He's a dinosaur hunter. Yeah, Cal will walk over and kind of take a peek in the kitchen and say he's um chopping some uh some vegetables and like the way he uses his knife is very precise and quick like like he's a like an expert cook would would it seems very natural to him as he uh, as he's doing this. 
So, how's the cooking coming? Oh, well, didn't hear you come in. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have startled you when you were using a knife. <laughs> That's on me. Yeah, you see, like, he kind of has it raised in, like, a slightly defensive position. Like, it was almost instinct. And he goes, I tell, I can tell that, uh, this isn't the first time you stuck up on someone. You have a knack for it, don't you? Aw, thanks. <laughs> That's really nice of you to say. He goes, uh, well, I guess I have, a, have an eye for, uh, for seeing stuff like that. Um, you know, pulls up his sleeve, his sleeves, um, as he starts to get to work again. I was, uh, just in the middle of, um, cutting up the vegetables. Uh, you, you want to lend a hand? Well, sure. Oh, that'd be uh, right. I'm not as fancy with a knife as you, but I can try. Oh. He kind of glances down to the, the weapons you have on your belt. It's like, oh, but I see that you have some. I recommend not using those knives to cut the veggies. And he, Absolutely. He hands them like a, you like a cooking knife. I think this one's better suited. As he hands you the knife, um, this time you make a point of looking at the tattoos. And, um, you notice that there's one very, very distinct one of a hang, hangman's noose that's um, kind of wrapped around his wrist and going up his his forearm. He goes, there you go. And he, uh, Thank you. I uh, hope you don't, uh, it's like, hope you don't mind, um, a little bit of tears. He takes out a big onion. Because we're slicing onions today. You gotta take tears when they come in life, right? Oh, I hear that. He starts to to cut the onion. He goes, yep, everyone here is uh, kind of expected to pull the weight, you know? And uh, when I first came here, I didn't feel very useful, truth be told. It's a little bit of a Debbie Downer. But, um, you know, I found joy in my garden. In, 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 a, in my garden. It turns out, cook a nice stew. Turns out. How long have you been here? Um, a few months. No, hard to get away from it all. <laughs> yeah. Came a little too much. How about you? What brings you here? Something similar, I guess. I've been working, but haven't gotten where I want to be, and just kind of... I've heard about this place and how it's peaceful and just kind of... If you want to get away and kind of reset, it's a perfect place to to do that. I'm just interested, because I know the kobolds are here. They're they're here all the time. But I'm interested in stories. 
And I'm kind of interested as to why people like you and Varnoth are here. I mean, if it's if it's not prying. You don't want to hear my story? I don't much like talking about it, to be honest. That's fair. The only good stories are ones that are worth that you want to be told. I mean, we'll mm. say I live quite a life. Not always a good one. I had to get away from it all. Yeah. And when I did, well, something happened that didn't make me a happy man. And that's why when I came here. But I guess my mood's improved a little bit. What do you say? But never really get over the past, can you? Mm. Hand me the pepper there, would you hear me? Absolutely. Oh. She picks it up and she tosses it over her head and Oh, it's fancy, I like that. You gotta enjoy yourself, you know? He does a little thing with the uh, like 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 a pepper shaker, tosses it in the air, catches it behind his back. It starts, uh, it starts um, That's what we're talking about. It's like doing the pepper grinder. I don't know over what. I don't know what you put pepper on, but like he's like, eh, not the only That's one. Insane. Hope you don't sneeze. If you sneeze, do it over there. Yes, sir. All right. Now, even without the mushrooms, I think the little ones are gonna love this meal because I think we make quite a quite a team, don't you think? Yeah. You're easy to get along with, Tarek. You might oh. think you're a little prickly, but oh. seem to be a good guy. You are shucks. You know what? Alright, you two uh Help prepare supper. Which eventually comes. All the kobolds uh, come up to the kitchens, to the um, eating area. Barnoth appears from wherever she was. And the elder sits at the... Uh, at the front of the table here. Wayland, you, you try to leave with a handful of books and scrolls, but Mila goes, like, you're not supposed to take those out. You're supposed to leave them here. Oh, one of those reference section stains in the library. Okay. Yeah, I mean, one time I took a scroll out and I spilled soup all over it, and uh, Renara was not happy. I had to scrub the floors for a week. Wouldn't want to be doing that. I understand. Mm -hmm. I shall reshelve and head on in. All right. So all the little kobolds are at the table. Fork in one hand, spoon in the other. You know, rest on the table. They're like, soup, 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 soup. 
He's like, all right, all right, I got your soup. And he brings out a, a big pot. You and, you and Callie. Uh, Calla, you know, the two with the help of her, like, brings out a big, big pot of veggie soup. But immediately all the kobolds are like, Aw, where's the mushrooms? And he goes, oh wait, got veggie soup. I think it's pretty good. And, uh, he starts, gets a big, big ladle, starts pouring the soup for everyone. It's like, there you are. There you are. And bon appetit. And all the kobolds and the rest of the guests dig in. Very loud slurping sounds from the kobolds. They have no table manners whatsoever. It's mm. impressive they can all fit. Yeah. Well, they're tiny. It's like, it's like, like three of them to a, a square. They're all piled on top of each other. Hmm. Renara, after they have uh, have all eaten, she goes goes like, um, "Well, Tarek, even without your trademark mushrooms, I think the soup was delicious. Don't you agree, everyone?" And our little kobolds are like. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. One of them goes, oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> and there's like, huh, manners. Sorry. Renara says, um, I'm always curious when we have guests, um, how familiar you are. With chromatic and metallic dragons. And as she says this, the the tone of the table kind of changes. Like everyone's a little quiet. They know that Renara is gonna go into like a storytelling mode. Yeah, Revy puts down her spoon and listens intently. But she asks the questions, like, is if any of you are familiar with chromatic and metallic dragons. Yeah, Revy just shakes her head. Arnid seems to know, but uh, he gets the feeling that she wants to uh, to explain. Well, how about you, Mr. Mr. Wayland? Surely, that again? surely on your all the studying you do. I, Wayland was lost in thought. What was the question he so, was asking? We'll take that as in character. Yep. <laughs> that he was dozing off. What was that? Oh, yeah, Look, I it, don't know. If it's past like three thirty p.m., that's Wayland's bedtime. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Where's the pudding? I mean, it's like it's like four thirty. So, you know, <laughs> she's like I'm usually in bed at watching Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Goes um. Metallic dragons. 
you would know them as uh, brass, gold, nods to Aranid, silver, mm. copper. You generally refer them to as the good dragons, worshippers of Bahamut. Oh yes, as opposed to the those evil chromatic dragons with all their fancy colors. Yeah, they hear the word chromatic. Some of the balls like kind of hiss. He goes, "Yes, as opposed to a little more infamous chromatic dragons: the red, the green, the blue." The white and the black. Whose deity is Tiamat. The evil dragon queen. Not, not being to be trifled with. While you're here, you want to find a balance. I like to think of the war between chromatic and metallic as uh, inevitable, but something you can overcome. Perhaps metallic and chromatic dragons will always hate each other, but I always believe that there's opportunities for peace if one allows it. And Bahamut, as great as he is, even he's not immune to the innate hatred of the chromatic dragons. Peace can be difficult when one side of the conflict is not interested in it. Forces of nature. Perhaps it's just the design's of the universe that one side is always pitted against the other. <sighs> I'm sorry, I've just been reflective of late with uh, the um, of the undead that you spoke of and the Myconids. I presume, is what your visions are referring to, could be in danger. And very soon is a reminder of the conflict between chromatic and metallic dragons, the King Killer Star comet is due to pass by over Faroon, our world. In four days' time, and has some significance, some significance to uh, Dragonkind and this island in particular, and may have something to do with the problems that brought you all here today. But. Perhaps when the time comes, I shall discuss it more. But for now, I believe we shall all retire. Because Mr. Wayland here looks like he could pass out at any moment. 
And, uh, we'll discuss your purpose here at Dragon's Rest. But for now, we'll, we'll rest. And she stands up. And, uh, all little kobolds get up to hop off, hop, hop off the uh, chair. Uh-huh. Give a little bow to Rinara. It's like, good night, Elder. Good night, Elder. Good night, Elder. Good night, Elder. As they all scurry down the stairs as uh, as the sun begins to set. Tarek and uh, Varnoth say their goodbyes. Did the um the other kobold? Was her name Maya? Yeah, she was there too. She okay. She probably will have left. Um, Varnoth kind of takes a look at Arnid. Says like um. Seems like you might have some stories to tell. I see you've probably seen some battles, huh? A few. I would love to hear about them. Come by tomorrow. We'll have a chat. Gives a little snort of, uh, and a nod. She walks out. Tarek, um, excuse me, he says goodbye to, gives an extra goodbye to, uh, Kala. And, uh, makes his way out. Good night! Oh, good night, everyone! Good night. And, uh, Runara asks Myla to, uh, show you to your, your bunks. So you all head down to the bottom. And you take one of the larger rooms. Each get a bunk. And you call it a night. Yeah, I was listening when Bun learned these were hammocks because I didn't realize it either. <laughs> I thought they were I thought they were boats, like little canoes. <laughs> little <robots. Yeah. laughs> I can see that. Okay. So that's what we're gonna call it for tonight. You all gonna take a, a a long rest. Get my spell back. So a long yeah. rest means you uh, recover hit points, and um, uh, in some classes get certain skills back. Um, Kala for you it mostly just means your hit points. Um, so what you can do. Uh, there's a button for it at the very top. Yeah. So there's a long rest button. You want to click on that? Oh, I just added two points back. That's fine. Uh, but but click on long rest and go take long rest. And it'll uh, refill as many hit points as you can. Um, when you take short and long rest... Well, like when you take a short rest, it means you take a little break during the day. And um, you have what you, what you have is a... Uh, it's called a hit dice. It's how many hit points you can um, regain back. In a level one, I think you only have like two, I believe. But during short rest, you can um, use those to regain hit points. Um, and during a long rest, you get those hit dice back, and you can regain hit points too. So pressing that long rest button means you're taking a a, a uh, up to an eight hour 
sleep, basically, of uninterrupted sleep. Um, but yeah, that's what we'll call for tonight. And tomorrow, in the game world, um, we'll see how you can help the members of Dragon's Rest what problems they're having. Amen. We're not playing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Joe, I don't remember this schedule. <laughs> AKA next week. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, fun I'm session. Yeah, Joey, I'm excited to... to go through this and it was and okay. very excited to play with new people and uh some old friends yep it's been a while since you played with mom and then me yeah. oh i was talking about short stack oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's been even longer i mean i got her. buns here too yep and um 